Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of October and the 10th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our Torah portion is called Lech Lecha, which means go forth. And today we're going to start in Genesis 14, 1 through 20. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now it came about in the days of Amraphel king of Shinar, Arioch king of Elasar, Chedor Laomer king of Elam, and Tidal king of Goim, that they made war with Berah king of Sodom, Birsha king of Amora, Shinav king of Adma, Shemever king of Tzvuim, and the king of Bela, this is Tzoar. All of these kings joined forces in the valley of the Sidim, this is the Salt Sea. For twelve years they had served Chedor Laomer, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Chedor Laomer came with the kings who were with him, and they defeated the Rephaim in Ashtarot Karnaim, and the Zuzim in Ham, and the Emim in Shaveh Kiryataim, and the Horites in the hill country of Seir as far as El Paran, which is beside the wilderness. Then they came to En Mishpat, this is Kadesh, and they subdued all the territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites who live in Chatzatzon Tamar. Then the king of Stom, the king of Amora, the king of Adma, the king of Tzvoim, and the king of Bela, this is Zoar, went out and lined themselves up for battle with them in the valley of the Sidim against Chedor Laomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elasar, four kings against five. Now the valley of the Sidim was full of tar pits, and as the kings of Stom and Amorah fled, they fell into them, and those who remained fled to the hills. 
So they took all of Sodom and Amorah's possessions and their food and left. They also took Lot, Avram's nephew, and his possessions, and they left as he was living in Sodom. Then a survivor came and told Avram the Hebrew, who was dwelling by the large trees belonging to Mamre the Amorite, the brother of Eshkol and the brother of Aner. They were Avram's allies. When Avram heard that his kinsmen had been taken captive, he rallied his trained men, those born in his household, 318 of them, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. Then he divided his servants against them at night, and he defeated them and pursued them as far as Hova, which is north of Damascus. He brought back all the possessions and also brought back his kinsman Lot and his possessions, as well as the women and the other people. That was Genesis 14, verse 1 through 20. And now today, our portion from the prophets is Joshua 18. Then the whole congregation of Bnei Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there, after the land was now subdued before them. Yet there remained among Bnei Israel seven tribes that still had not received their portions. So Yehoshua said to Bnei Israel, How long will you be slack about going in to possess the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Appoint for yourselves three men from each tribe, and I will send them, and they will arise and walk through the land and describe it according to their inheritance, and then return to me. They are to divide it into seven portions. Yehuda will remain within its territory in the south, and the house of Yosef will remain within their ter- territory in the north. After you have described the seven portions of land, bring the description here to me. Then I will cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites have no portion among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. Also, Gad, Reuven, and the half-tribe of Menasheh have received their inheritance beyond the Yarden eastward, which Moshe, the servant of the Lord, gave them. So the men arose and went, and Yehoshua charged those who went to write a description of the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it. Then return to me, and I will cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So the men went, passing through the land, and described it in a scroll, town by town, in seven parts. Then they came to Yehoshua at the camp at Shiloh. Then Yehoshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord, and there Yehoshua appointed the land to Bnei Israel according to their divisions. Now the lot of the children, the tribe of the children of Binyamin came up for their clans. The territory of their allotment lay between the children of Yehuda and the children of Yosef. Now their border on the north side was from the Yarden. The border went up to the side of Yericho on the north and went up through the hill country westward, and it ended at the wilderness of Bet Aven. 
Then the border passed from there to Luz, to the side of Luz, that is Beitel, southward. Next, the border went down to Adrotadal, near the mountain that lies to the south of lower Betroon. On the west side, from the hill facing Betroon southward, the border curved, turning about southward, and ended at Kiryat Baal, that is Kiryat Yarim, a town of the children of Yehuda. This was the west side. Then the south side was from the outskirts of Kiryat Yarim. Then the border went westward, according to the spring of the waters of Neftoach. Then the border went down to the foot of the mountain by the valley of Ben-Hinnom, which is at the northern end of the valley of Rephaim. Then it went down to the valley of Hinnom, to the slope of the Jebusite southward, and went down to En-Rogel. Then it curved north and went to En-Shemesh, and ran to Gililot opposite, opposite the ascent of Adumim and went down to the stone of Bohan, son of Reuven. Next, it passed northward to the slope facing the Arava of the Jordan Valley, and went down to the Arava. Then the border passed along the side of Bethogla northward, and the border ended at the northern bay of the Salt Sea, at the south end of the Yarden. This was the southern border. The Yarden was to be the border on the east side. This is the inheritance of the children of Binyamin and its borders all around according to their clans. Now the towns of the tribe of the children of Binyamin according to their clans were Yericho, Beit Hogla, Emek Kaziz, Beit Arava, Zemeraim, Beit El, Avim, Para, Ofra, Chepharamona, Ofni, and Geva, twelve towns with their villages, Givon, Rama, Be'erot, Mitzbe, Chephira, Moza, Rekem, Irpe'el, Tarala, Tzela, Elef, and Yevus, that is Jerusalem, Giva, and Kiryat, fourteen towns with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Binyamin according to their clans. That was Joshua 18. And now for our portion from the writings today, we're going to read Psalm 17. A prayer of David. Hear, Lord, a just plea. Listen to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips with no deceit. From your presence comes my vindication. Your eyes see what is right. You have examined my heart. You searched me at night. Though you test me, you find nothing. I resolved that my mouth would not sin. As for the deeds of mankind, by the word of your lips, I have kept out of the ways of the violent. My steps have kept to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I called upon you, O God, for you will answer me. Incline your ear to me. Hear my speech. Be wonderful with your loving kindness. O Savior of those taking refuge at your right hand from those rising up against them. Protect me like the pupil of the eye. 
Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who attack me, my enemies who surround me. Their callous heart they shut tight. With their mouth they speak proudly. Our steps are now surrounded. They set their eyes to throw us down to the ground, like a lion eager to tear to pieces, like a young lion crouching in cover. Arise, Lord, confront him, make him bow down. Deliver my soul from the wicked with your sword, from men with your hand, Lord, from men of the world whose portion is this life. You fill their belly with your treasure, with plenty of children, and leave their surplus to their babes. I, in righteousness, will behold your face. When I awake, I will be satisfied with your likeness. That was Psalm 17. And now our portion today from the Apostles is Matthew 13, verses 31 through 58. He presented to them another parable, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. It's the smallest of all seeds, yet, when it's full grown, it's greater than the other herbs. It becomes like a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like chametz, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. All these things Yeshua spoke to them, to the crowd in parables, and apart from a parable he wasn't speaking to them. In order to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things hidden since the foundation of the world. Then he sent the crowds away and went into the house. His disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one sowing the good seed is the Son of Man, and the field is the world, and the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the weeds are the sons of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the age, and the report reapers are angels. Therefore, just as the weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send forth his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who practice lawlessness. They will throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun and the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid. And because of his joy, he goes out and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. Upon finding a pearl of great value, he went out and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea, gathering things of every kind. 
When it was filled, they pulled it ashore, and they sat down and gathered up the good into containers, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth and separate the wicked from among the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes. Then he said to them, Therefore every Torah scholar discipled for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household, who brings out of his treasure both new things and old. Now when Yeshua had finished these parables, he left that place. Coming into his hometown, he began to teach them in their synagogue so that they were amazed. Where did this fellow get this wisdom and these mighty works, they said? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Miriam and his brothers Yaakov and Yosef and Shimon and Yehuda? And his sisters, aren't they all with us? So where does he get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Yeshua said, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown and in his own house. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. That was Matthew 13, verses 31 through 58. And it concludes our readings for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 John 3 today as well. I pray that the Word of God is a blessing to your heart today, that the truth of God will wash over your heart as you listen. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.